it's sure a blessing to be back in the Lord's house. And uh, it's a blessing to see everybody here that's here. And our visitors, we especially thank the Lord for you all that's here. And uh, I often put it this way, you know, if somebody comes to my house, I, I count it a blessing, I'm glad to have them. But when they come to the church house, I even count it more of a blessing because uh, this is God's house. It's more important than my house. And uh, so glad to have you all here. And I uh, appreciate each one that's come. And if you're just watching or listening on the live stream, we appreciate you. And uh, I've had some calls and texts today from some people that's been listening and watching. Some close bites doesn't feel able to come because of COVID, and they're just worried, and I understand that. And we're glad to have some folks back tonight. Ain't been here for a while, too. Glad Arnold and Emmy's able to be here. And uh, then we got some from way off that uh, been watching, so they've been praying and asking me about uh, people, and they had burdens for folks that we got burdens for, and so they help helping bear those burdens. So I appreciate all that. <clears throat> I have a verse here in uh, the fourth chapter of the book of James that come on my heart today. Uh, verse 17, chapter 4 in the book of James. And listen to this. It's, Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So what would that apply to, preacher? Well, it applies to a lot of things. But even something just as simple is, you know, if, you, if you're able to come to church and, uh, you know, sometimes people got reasons they can't come, health issues and uh, being cautious about COVID and uh, so on and, uh, different things and sometimes work and schedule issues. I know there's things that impacts us, but if you're able to come to church and just don't, you know it's good to come to church. You don't do it, it's sin. Well, what about after you get to church? You know, you can get to church and heaven can move and the, the Spirit of God can speak to your heart and God can be calling. He loves you so good and you need to come to altar. It's, no, I'm, no, not right now. Well, if God calls you and you say, no, that's sin. And we know we need to obey the Lord. And so let's purpose in our hearts right now. And probably maybe everybody has. I don't know. Uh, but if you haven't already, purpose in your hearts right now. I'm going to do everything God wants me to do. Plus nothing, minus nothing. Just obey the Lord. And that's, that's to everybody. If you're here or if you're watching and listening on the live stream, you know, uh, you can repent at home if God's speaking to you. And, uh, of course, we'd like to know about it. If you want to let us know, that's, that's up to you, but we'd be glad to know it. Okay, let's everybody stand. We'll have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for our service this morning. Uh, thank you, God, for what we've already felt tonight. Lord, the joy and excitement, even as we just watched and saw people come in and uh, the smiles on people's face and the, the good fellowship and the good peace and the love that we've got. Uh, and our visitors, it's come. It's just so uplifting. And uh, uh, the folks that we can feel uh, that are listening and watching. And, of course, many of them told us. But I, I just, uh, sometimes I just, uh, I can feel those prayers from people that's not even here physically but just are with us on the live stream. And that's important. We appreciate every person that prays and is concerned. God, I pray today that you'd help us in the service tonight. God, bless us to be obedient to your will, that we just do what you'd have us to, and we'd be blessed, and so would others. We ask these things in Jesus' name, and amen. And you may be seated. I'll turn the service over to Taylor and the choir. Page 214. 
sure good to be here tonight. Well, I appreciate that good singing. I appreciate that good testimony. I just I felt heaven moving that. It's good to be in God's house, and it's a good to appreciate being in God's house. And like I said earlier, glad for everybody that's here, glad for every visitor, and I'm, I'm not going to try to name each visitor, but I, I want to mention I'm, I'm glad for Adam and Megan that's here. here this morning, back tonight, and sure glad to have you folks. And if I didn't name you, just as glad to have you, but I, was, I felt uh, impressed to do that. And so I'm glad to be here. <clears throat> Something else come on my heart. I want to say this. You know, I mentioned if you know do good and don't do it, it's a sin to you. I put that in my word. But, uh, and, and I don't criticize anybody for being careful. If you don't feel like coming to church, that's, that's up to you. But I felt like making this point. I believe God put this on my heart. At church here, we're pretty careful. I'd say 90-some percent of our people wear masks, and we try to social distance, and we're not having a, uh, the old-fashioned handshake uh, uh, like we used to have. And even if somebody comes to all instead of everybody come around shaking hands with them and hugging them, we just clap for them. That's okay. I think that's, I think that's what we all do, just being careful. So I feel pretty confident that we're doing good things to be careful here at church. On the other hand, I've been a lot of places. I've been uh, to Sam's Club. I've been to Walmart. I've been to Kohl's. Uh, been to Lowe's. Been to Myers, and I've gotten some crowds there that uh, uh, did worry me a little bit. And uh, their percentage of mask wearers is not near as good as ours. And uh, some of them, it's hard. You know, you try to stay away from them. some of them. It's hard to stay away from. They just about crowd you. You know where you're going. Here's my point. I feel a lot safer coming to church than I do a lot of those other places like that. And so you decide, it's up to you, whether you're here or listening on live stream. If you go to those places and you get by going there, I'd like for you to pray about coming to church because I think you'd be safer at church than you would those places. But that's your choice, and I'm not trying to be critical of anybody, but I just felt like God wanted me to expound on that and give you something to think about. So think about that. 
So let's all stand for just a moment. Who has unspoken request? Amen. All over the house. Lots of hands. Now, who ha has a request you'd like to make known? Please, please say what's on your heart. Amen. And uh, Logan's uh, his great grandfather. Uh, his funeral's tomorrow at 11 o'clock. And I, I'd really desire your prayers uh, to pray for me, pray for him. <clears throat> he left testimony behind. He was saved. And uh, Logan, I've talked to Logan. Logan said, he said over the years that he's saved. Uh, went to Baptist Temple for a long time and uh, said he's saved. And Logan said he was a real light and inspiration to him. And in these last few years, uh, Logan's great-grandma and great-grandpa, uh, they watched the live stream and commented what a blessing it was to them getting to watch the services from here. And so they've asked me to do that funeral. I'm very honored. But I want you to pray that the Lord will move and uh, be a help to somebody. Okay. I appreciate Blaine mentioning that. And I need your prayers, and they do. Okay. Anybody else? Amen. Uh, please continue to pray for Brother Elmer Martin, Sr. Any others? We've got a good crowd tonight. Well, I just uh, I just keep kind of being amazed, and it's a wonderful amazement. I'm thankful. It's a blessing. I'm glad to have everybody here. And, and if I could say it this way, I'm thrilled to have everybody here, and it amazed me. I'd like to see twice this many. And believe we can before long. I, I believe that's going to happen. I believe we have to see twice as many at least. So let's just keep praying. God's sure good to us. Any other requests? Amen. Right. Right. Amen. Really appreciate that. And uh, I, I appreciate those folks all being here. And uh, I talked to some of Bobby's family after church, and they assured me they're going to be back next Sunday. And uh, this is sweet. I'm going to share this with you. Uh, Arnold Mason, of course, is down in Florida, but he's been watching on live stream. And, uh, of course, he couldn't tell for sure who all was here, but he sent me a text today, asked me if Bobby's family was here. said, I've had, really had them on my heart. So I've been praying for them said, were they at church this morning? And I said, yeah. And I, I told him that I felt like it. He said, oh, he said, somebody should come to Dollar so I could feel that and from way down here. But he said, uh, one of my big burdens is Bobby's family. So I appreciate Arnie having that burden on his heart from way down there. And uh, that touched me. So, and I appreciate your request. So let's keep them in our prayers. Anybody else? God's just doing great things. And I appreciate the excitement. Uh, Vince, is that you? I just now spotted you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're here. I thought you were still down there where it's warm, but I'm glad you're back up here with us. <laughs> brother, I'll tell this on Brother Vince. I called him the other day, and I was asking him how he's doing. He said, I'm doing pretty good, so it's a little too hot down here. And I said, I know where you can get some relief from that. And so he's come to try it. <laughs> that's good I'm glad you're here good I just I don't know how it overlooked you but I just looked I said that's Vince <laughs> so glad you're here buddy 
and God's doing great things, and and uh, and I feel uh, honestly in my heart, I feel a great sense of excitement about what God is doing and what He's getting ready to do. And so let's just pray and press right on into it, and uh, tell our people and invite our people. And what I preach about this morning, being an ambassador, you know, we don't have to figure out the message. God's already got that. He says, "Tell them what I tell you," and that's the way we're ambassadors. And so we have a ministry of reconciliation. And so let's use it. You don't have to be complicated. You don't have to be a Bible scholar. Just uh, if you're saved, follow the Holy Spirit and obey the Lord and you do it. I know somebody probably thought, well, he's going to preach on that again. (laughs) Probably not. Anybody else? All right, we've got a lot to pray for tonight. Let's pray for this service. If no other request, Brother Billy Ray, lead us in prayer. Thou most kind and gracious and all us heavenly Father, it's once again we bow our hearts and our life, God, before you see him, Father, kind of thanks to the Lord for what we've been made to feel in our hearts this evening, Father, for him, the song of Zion that we're able to sing, now the heart, Father, this evening to be able to feel your Holy Spirit that moves with that in the hearts of the church, Father, and I pray this evening, Lord, if there be some here that don't know being a free partner of sin, they might speak to their hearts this evening, convict them, Father, in such a way they might not be able to be satisfied until they make their peace calling relationship with you. Those, Lord, that are walking afar off, I pray, Father, you stir up the gift of God that's down in their heart and soul that they might be able, Father, to move up to where they might be alive, and that to those that are in sin and in darkness, going out of time in eternity, lost and undone without a Savior. God, come with us now and through this service this evening. Bless everything that will be said or done, God, and whatever's accomplished in it, we'll satisfy and praise thee for it. God, we ask for in Jesus' name, we pray. All right, let's continue to pray. Thank the Lord for that prayer. And, uh, who'd feel like singing tonight? I didn't give a lot of opportunity this morning before preach. Guess didn't give any. <laughs> so I'll give double tonight. Whatever the Lord wants you to do, just do it. Mind the Lord. Anybody have a song? or songs, you're welcome. Amen. Let's pray. Pray for them, church. And I really feel like saying this. This has come on my heart. I was about to sit down. God said, get back up and say this. If you're here tonight, God would stir your heart and you need to come to altar. You don't have to wait till after somebody preaches. You you come anytime. I've seen people come even before the choir started singing. I've seen them come. Seen them come while the choir's singing, while special singing's going on, while church is going on, right in the middle of the message and the invitation after church is over. What's 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 about that? It's whenever God's calling. If He's and it stirred my heart. I'm glad y'all singing. If God calls you while they're singing, well, you're free to come to all. It's available to you tonight.
tall I tried to climb it But it seemed I'd surely fall So I knelt and called on Jesus Just as always I felt His presence His hand of mercy rescued me just in time I want to thank Him I want to praise Him His grace has been sufficient and like before He's given victory one more time He was always standing by my side when the valley was low and the river was wide. I want to thank Him. I want to praise Him one more time. Looking back on this journey, since the day that I first met Him, so many times His love and mercy has rescued me. So today I come before Him And one more time I'll stand and praise Him For all His blessings For He has been so good to me I want to thank Him I want to praise Him His grace has been sufficient And like before He's given victory one more time He was always standing by my side When the valley was low and the river was wide I want to thank Him, I want to praise Him One more time He was always standing by my side When the valley was low and the river was wide I want to thank Him I want to praise Him One more time I'm thankful that I get to praise Him that's, that's all I got to say I'm just thankful that I'm able to be here I'm thankful I'm able to praise God And just share His love with everybody here Good song, good testimony. I'm glad I can praise him. Let me ask you a question. If you have the option and the availability to praise him, why would we go through life, why would anybody go through life and not praise him when they could praise him? Because when I praise him, it blesses my soul. When I follow him, he runs my cup over. Who wouldn't want that? And everybody can have that. First of all, you get saved. First way you ever praise him is to trust Jesus as Savior of your soul, and that's high praise. After that, as you follow him, you obey the Holy Spirit, and you do whatever he says, and that praises him. And so I'm, I'm like you, Brother Taylor. I'm glad I can praise him. And uh, so if you're not praising him, uh, you can. Somebody else feel like singing. Let's pray. Pray for both.
had the chance to stay home today, and the Lord was saying, just go to church. It'll be good, just go to church. And in my mind, I said, I don't, I'll just stay home. But I'm here now, so I just better praise him. There's a ghost, there's a ghost inside of me, not like one of those campfire stories. My papa says he brings us welcome, he leads me through the darkness, he leads me through the unknown, he leads me through my troubles and trials, he leads me through the unknown. Shake bone, song and testimony, keep praying. Everybody mind the Lord.
This old world has left me all alone. I can feel him walking, he's right by me. And when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in. Proving once again that he's my dearest friend. And he promised he would go with me always, even till the end. And when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in. Proving once again that he's my dearest friend. And he promised he would go with me always. Again, this, this week's been hard. I've had a hard time with my grandpa getting sick. and God has been with me every step of the way. And he's with my grandpa too. And I'm thankful for this church praying for us. And we just pray that you just continue helping us. But God is there. And God is there with us every step of the way. We're thankful to be here. Testifying. God give me a little thought to share it goes along with that. God's always with us, even till the end. As, you know, sometimes we go through life. I believe all of us encounter things that the old devil says to us, there's no way to get through this. It just nothing will work. You can't solve it. It, it can't be took care of. I, we've got problems that just can't be handled. What do you think the three Hebrew children felt like? when they was getting ready to throw them in the fiery furnace. It was heat, heated seven times hotter than it was wont to be heated. What do you think they must have felt? They trusted the Lord anyway. They told the king, you know, if you throw us in the furnace, that's up to you. God's able to deliver us if he wants to, and if he don't deliver us, we're going to serve him anyway. That's up to God. My point is, uh, if we trust the Lord, uh, God will come through one way or another. He's never failed, and he's never been defeated. He's my dearest friend like that song. Okay, somebody else got a song on your heart? Anybody? They've been singing good and testifying good. You, you preachers get ready. One of you fellows need to come here in a minute, Lord willing. Anybody else got a song? All right, when you preachers, come on. At least one over here and one here and one back there. Whichever one of these feel like it, come on, hit. You're just welcome. Come on, Cooper. Let's really pray, church. Let's just really pray. And everybody mind the Lord. And let's pray for Cooper. And listen, listen. And pray. It's good to be here. And uh, everything that's been said and done, I'll say it this way, has been right on the mark. Uh, Taylor, I appreciate you, and uh, Taylor's got a humble way about him. Uh, Taylor can sing good, uh, but more than that, Taylor wants to sing for the Lord. Yeah. And uh, Taylor, I, I just want to praise him one more time uh, for his goodness to me. Uh, I'm just, I'm honored to be here. 
uh, to tell you that song you sing, it says when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in, proving once again that he's my dearest friend. Well, I found that to be true. I've had some people leave me, and right when I thought I was all alone, he'd, God would get out there and start doing things, Terry, and step right in and say, you're not alone. I'm still right here. I've never left you. Well, I'm grateful to be here tonight. You pray. Uh, we'll, we'll start in the uh, 30th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. It's already been said, but at if any point you feel like moving, don't, don't think you're going to offend me. Uh, when God calls, God makes the invitation. I, I, I don't. Uh, when, when God speaks, that's the time to move. So in the 30th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy, and we'll start in the third verse. You pray tonight. It says, That then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee, and will return and gather thee from all the nations, whither the Lord thy God hath scattered thee. Listen to this, verse 4. If any of thine be driven out of the outermost parts of heaven, from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee, and from thence will he fetch thee. Now listen, we're going we're to skip over into the, the, the book of Psalms and start in the 107th chapter of the book of Psalms. And you pray tonight. I have been studying on this for a little while, and, and God's really blessed me. And uh, I had been studying on this and praying about a way to explain it or uh, to, to title it. And, and Terry was preaching a couple weeks ago, and he said when he got saved, he said, that day I started living in holy land. Yeah. And, and that's what I could say about this. If I could title this, it's to be living in holy land. You, you pray tonight. It says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Listen to this, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way and they found no city to dwell in. Listen to this, do you remember a time? Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. And they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way that they might go into a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. You pray tonight. I just want to explain this the way God would have me to. And we started in the book of Deuteronomy. And just to give some background, this is discussing the children of Israel. And uh, they were in bondage and were underneath the, the king of Egypt for a long time. And uh, God finally told Moses, he said, get ready, I'm going to take you out of here. And uh, they began to go and began to leave. And uh, it, the Pharaoh went back after them. And they went and they crossed the Red Sea. And after they crossed the Red Sea, there was a period we refer to as when they were in the wilderness. 40 years out in the wilderness by their lonesome. And uh, listen to is they went out there and uh, they had got delivered out of the hand of, of Pharaoh and God had delivered them and God was doing great things and Moses was promising great things to come and he said there's a land over there called Canaan we're going to go to and uh, listen they got over there and they were in, in the wilderness for 40 years and uh, 
they finally got to the point, they looked at Moses, they said, we were better off in Egypt. We were better off over there under bondage. And uh, I can see Moses there, Terry, as they began to look at him and question him. And not only were they questioning Moses that night and that, that day, but I think they were questioning God, God's will. My friend, let us not question what God has for us. I'm to the point in my life where whatever God has for me, that's what I'm going to go and do. That's how we ought to be as Christians. Whatever God's got for us, I'm willing to do, Taylor. I don't care. I said this one time, but I still believe it. I don't care if I'm a homeless man someday, but if I can just tell people about Jesus one more time, that's all that matters to me, my friend. He's been the dearest friend that I've ever had. But you listen tonight. It says that he gathered them from the lands and from the east and from the north and from the south, and they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way, and they found no city to dwell in. Boy, can you see that tonight? They were in the wilderness all, all alone, felt like they had nobody. And I can remember a time as a six-year-old boy when I felt all alone, felt like I had nobody. So they found no city to dwell in. And I, I began to think, and wheels began to turn my head, and God placed this thought in my mind. How foolish would it be of me if, if I was walking down the road and say I was homeless and had no place to call my home, had no city to dwell in, and somebody came to me and said, listen, I got a home over yonder for you. You can live there. You got goods. You got a house. You got whatever you need. It's a good city. And I turned the other way and said, I don't want it. That's the way it is if you deny God. God's got something for you right there. You can start living in holy land. I thank God for the day when he came to me and made an offer. And I turned and I said, yes, I want to start living in holy land. And that day and ever since then, my friend, my soul has been living in holy land. And I thank God for it. Listen. And they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them out of their distresses. Boy, can you remember a time you've been in trouble? <laughs> yeah. I can remember a time or two I've been in trouble. But God's, God's greater than that, I guess. I was there. And, but I can remember times I was in some serious trouble. And God's sweet peace would come by. And he'd tell me to get out of there. Tell me it's going to be just fine. He delivered me, Taylor. Did I deserve it? No. But he delivered me anyway. <laughs> Have you been there? Boy, thank God he delivers us. Worst trouble I've ever been in. You read back over there in the, where I opened up with in the 30th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy, it says, the outermost part of heavens he'll deliver him from. The farthest I ever was from heaven was when I was lost. Boy, lost and undone, had no city to dwell in far as from heaven as I could be but God had other plans delivered me out of my wilderness can I say that? Delivered me out of where I was. Gave me a new home, a new city to dwell in gave me a brand new start. I thank God I was just six. You say preacher were you that bad of a kid? I guess not but I had sin in my life that needed change. I thank God for the day when he came to me and said son if you don't get saved you're bound for a devil's hell. What'd you do preacher? I took heed to the call he gave me and said God I don't want to go there and I started living in holy land listen tonight I'm going to wrap up here soon you pray I started with verse 3 and God placed this on my heart a few weeks ago he said first tell them about the children of Israel and tell them about yourself when you were in trouble and you got delivered 
And then he said, tell him this. It says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Listen tonight. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. God began to deal with my heart and he said, tell them why they ought to be thanking him. Tell them why they ought to be praising me one more time. My friend, do you remember a time when you were so far in sin and you were in the hand of the enemy and it felt like he was just about to squeeze you out. Yeah, the devil had you so strong. But God got to stepping and doing things and God got to moving strings and next thing you know it, the hand of the enemy was gone and God got to doing things in your life. Do you remember that time? The children of Israel were down there and they were in the hand of the enemy, but God delivered them. Listen tonight, God can deliver you. I begin to think about the scripture in Romans. It said, where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. I'll say that's true tonight. Where sin abounds, grace still abounds more. Yeah, tonight, if you're lost, I, I don't have anything else on my heart. I, I'm asked for a song, Taylor. I, I don't know what you got tonight. I just feel like giving a little bit of an altar call. I thank God for being here. I'll ask you to stand. I don't know what you got going on tonight. You say, preacher, I'm as lost as could be. Can I give you some advice? Run to God. Amen. Run to Him while you still can. Preacher, what do you mean while you still can? There's a time coming when God's going to come back. His darling son's going to split the eastern sky and come to get his bride. I'm ready to go. Are you? My friend, you ought to be ready. Sing when you're ready. You ought to get, get prepared and get ready tonight. Get delivered from the hand of the enemy. I thank God for being here. Amen. Somebody needs to come. Find the Lord. Do what God wants you to do tonight. Be happy. Please come. I believe he's calling. If he's calling you, you need to come. Amen. When God's calling you, you need to come. You know, nobody else can answer the call that God's making to your heart. Uh, this scripture come on my heart to while Cooper's preaching, I appreciate the message and I appreciate God calling. This is in the 50, 50, excuse me, the 51st Psalm, Psalms 51. And you know, David was a great man of God, but he made some real bad choices. And this fits right along with what Cooper's preaching. In the 51st Psalm, he said, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy love and kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgression. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. And list this, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. I've been in that spot. I've been out of fellowship with God and it was an agony to me. I just, I just couldn't feel the joy that I wanted to and it was ever before me. But when I come to God and I prayed, similar to what he did here, and he said, against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Now, on down here, here, he said, verse 7 said, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Down in verse 10, he says, Create in me a clean heart, 
O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Verse 12 said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. And you know, everybody knows he didn't say to God, uh, Save me again. Uh, and I've been in that spot. I've been out of fellowship with God. I didn't come back to God and say, Lord, save me. I was already saved. But I asked the Lord to forgive me and create in me a, a clean heart, give me a spirit, uh, give me joy. God, give me back the joy of that salvation. I, when I got renewed up, we call it, when I rededicated my life, you know what one of my thoughts was? I wonder why I waited so long. Boy, I felt joy and I felt heaven in my soul. That joy was back. I, I was back in tune with the Lord. Now, heaven's real. God's real. I believe God's calling somebody tonight. If you're lost and you're here and God's calling you, you don't have to stay lost. You can get saved. If you're here tonight and you're saved already and you haven't been doing what God wants you to and you're out of, uh, out of whack, if you're out of the will of God, you know, sometimes we say when so-and-so got away from God or I got away from God, that's not real accurate. I don't know what people mean. I couldn't get away from God. Never did get away from God, but I have got out of the will of God. Just kind of splitting hairs there. If you're out of the will of God, you need to get back in the will of God. How do you do that? Do like David did. Repent. Say, God, I've sinned and I'm sorry and I admit my transgression. God, please forgive me. So, so if you're lost and God's calling you, you can get saved. If you're already saved and you're just not where you need to be. Get in. Because I tell you what, God's got good things and he's handing out good things. If you want your share, you can have it. God's, God isn't stingy and he loves you because he loves anybody else. And he'll bless you and run your cup over just as much as he will anybody if you'll obey him. And so in a minute, we're going to ask him to sing again. And if you're here tonight and uh, you're saved and God's laid on your heart to join this church, the door is always open. Uh, but while we sing in church, while we pray, I'd like to encourage everybody to obey the Lord tonight. Don't tell him no. Tell him yes. Yes, Lord, yes. Here I am. Obey the Lord. Call him today. Obey the Lord. Obey the Master. Amen. He won't turn you away when you come with a right heart, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. That's what he wants. Will you come like that? Is he calling you? You can get in. There's a spot for you if you'll come God's way. Call in today. It's your choice. You just got two choices. Obey the Lord, disobey the Lord. Which is better? That's simple. Everybody knows the answer. It's better to obey the Lord. Trust, whoso trusts the Lord, happy is he. If you'd ask anybody here, I'm not asking. But if I ask here, if I said, who wants to be happy going through life? Everybody would raise your hand if I ask it. We know that. Well, we know how to be happy. Trust the Lord. And not only that, if I obey the Lord, it makes me happy. Well, it helps somebody else too. Who else would it help? Well, it help my wife. If I'm following God, it makes life easier for her.
It makes life easier for my children, my grandchildren. It makes life easier for my church brothers and sisters. I believe we need to have one more verse. Somebody's needing to come. If you don't, and God's calling you, and you don't come, the misery that you feel tomorrow is your own fault. Heaven forbid. I wouldn't glory in you being miserable, but I'm just telling you, I've been there and done that. terms we we are enriched by that goodness because we share it anything on anybody's heart before we come to close tonight anybody all right well uh, uh, any other announcements to be made okay uh, I'll say this our deacons will put out the offering plates in the back back there and uh We've been, uh, if we had a crowd this big, we usually been letting them dismiss folks from the back. Uh, but uh, it's our business meeting night. And so uh, if you can, uh, maybe I'll just say to you, just kind of gently go out and kind of give yourself some social distance. And uh, after, the, after the prayer, you can just ease on out if you need to leave. Now, everybody's welcome to stay. We're glad to have everybody. Now, you're welcome to stay and sit in and be with us and listen to what goes on. But if you feel like you need to leave or want to leave, well, you have that privilege and freedom. And uh, we'll, uh, you know, give you that, uh, let you know that. So, if nothing else, uh, we're going to look to the Lord. My brother Eric, pray dismiss Yeah, Lord. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Lord.